didn't see him now Sitting on that old couch Worn out Bible in his hands Couldn't read too well Just a third grade education Not sure how much he could understand He worked in East Kentucky Under the hill Shoveling coal for the man When he moved north, he shoveled in the foundry. I can still feel his calloused hand. Oh, I remember daddy. I see a lot of him in me. Remember Daddy In the life he passed down to me I wrote this song about my dad. It's a true story, every bit of it. It's pretty raw at times. My dad passed away 18 years ago this month. Hi, this is Banner Kid. Welcome to the Root of Truth podcast. Let's talk family. In particular, let's talk family uh, members who have gone on before us, who died professing belief, but uh, weren't walking in obedience to the commands as we've come to understand them now. I've been there, and I've had conversations with several people, and it's a struggle. On one hand, you know that the commands are for us, but then you begin to think about family who are no longer with us, and, well, what does that mean if they weren't guarding the Sabbath of Yah? Or they were eating what Scripture tells us is not food, or they were observing the pagan feast uh, uh, and more. Uh, were they lost? Well, these are questions that have the potential to shipwreck our belief. I've talked to some who are so confused and so concerned that all that means their loved ones are in hell, they become so distraught that they walk away from obedience themselves. So what is the answer? Are they in hell because they weren't guarding Torah uh, to the degree that we are? Well, let's think about that for a moment. For me, when I was first born again, I didn't know about Torah. I didn't know the truth about the fact that the Master's name was not Jesus. All I knew at the beginning was I needed a Savior. The only name I had been raised to know was that it was Jesus. I knew that there was a Savior that the Bible spoke of, and uh, through that belief in Him, I could be saved. All the Bibles I had access to called Him Jesus. As I began my walk, people came alongside uh, to help. They weren't helpful, even though many were very well-meaning. They decided that I had to assimilate into the collective of Christianity. We who have experienced this know what that meant. We were taught that Torah is not for us, that we can eat pork and shellfish, even though Scripture tells us that that's not food. As a matter of fact, uh, Scripture says it's an abomination. We were told that you have to do Christmas and Easter. That's, you know, hallmarks of Christianity, even though the Torah says not to have anything to do with these pagan feasts. Uh, We were told that Sunday is the Sabbath uh, instead of uh, the seventh-day Sabbath, and and we go on. The well-meaning didn't know any better, but those who did, well, that's a different story. They'll be held accountable for misleading young sheep. Now, for me, I continued in my walk that began in November of 1987. I became more and more disillusioned with what I was told and how I was told to act as a Christian. I saw myself struggle with the same sin, to have the same doubt, 
and couldn't reconcile it all with what I read, so I had a choice to make. I could chuck it all and say that it was all just a bunch of horse hockey, or I could look through uh, and look for the truth. For me, when I was born again, I meant it, and I knew I had experienced a profound change in my heart. I wanted to know the Torah. Uh, That is, I wanted to know the truth. Uh, I didn't understand Torah then, but I wanted to know the truth. I feel the same way today. I want to know the truth, even if it hurts, if it means change. And I wasn't satisfied then, nor am I now in just blending in. By 1998, I was questioning a lot of what I had been told. And change began and is still happening. Of course, change began from the very beginning, back in 1987. So this begs the question, before I began to see the truth and walk in it, was I not saved? I believe I was, based on my belief in the Master. I didn't know his name, and I'd been lied to about that. I've been lied to about what Scripture says about obedience to Torah commands. And because of that, well, I was deceived. But I was committed to what I knew, and that was that I believed in the Master, the Messiah, and that he said that I would be saved by my belief. I had received a set-apart spirit, whom I called the Holy Spirit then, until just a few years ago, and I learned he is the set-apart spirit. He is the spirit of truth, and his administration is to lead me into all truth. But I realize, and so should you, that this is a walk. We're on a journey. We're seeing different things. We see more truth. We see more of the lie as we walk along. Each moment in the journey causes us to have to choose the way we will go. Now, what does that mean for our loved ones who died and didn't know? Well, if they didn't know, but were born again from above, yielded to the set-apart spirit and walking in the amount of truth they had received, then I believe uh, they went to be with the Master at their passing. 1 Corinthians, I believe, gives us some important information about this subject. For no one is able to lay any other foundation in 1 Corinthians 3, beginning in verse 11, except that which is laid, which is Yahusha Messiah. And if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work shall be revealed, for the day shall show it, because it is revealed by fire. And the fire shall prove the work of each one what sort it is. If anyone's work remains which he has built on, he shall receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved but so as through fire. Now, clearly the foundation is Messiah. Whether we had his name right or not, he is the foundation. He is the author and finisher of our belief. We will make poor choices along the way. We may, in our ignorance, even teach things that are opposed to Torah, like those well-meaning folks who did the same to us. What Shaul or Paul is saying is that work in ignorance, uh, by mistake, that work will burn. But if you are building on the sure foundation of Messiah and the good news of the reign of Elohim, then you will be saved. But all that shoddy work will burn. The foundation, which is belief in Messiah, stands. But the framing of the house and all the finished work, if you got that far, it'll burn. That part won't stand. Hebrews 10.26 puts it this way. For if we sin purposely, after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a slaughter offering for sin. So this means that before we received the knowledge of the truth, we had the blood of Messiah, his atoning sacrifice, to cover our sin, just like we do now. You do know that we don't stand in our perfect obedience, don't you? Uh, We don't uh, have perfect obedience. 
That's not how we stand. We stand by belief in Messiah and his atoning sacrifice, uh, imputed righteousness upon us. But after we have been fully convinced of the truth, being led to it by the set-apart spirit, and we willfully disobey in rebellion the commands of Yahuwah the Father, well, then the atoning blood of Messiah is of no effect for us. The Torah precept for this can be found in Numbers chapter 14, beginning in verse 22. And when you sin by mistake and do not do all these commands which Yahuwah spoken to Moshe, all that Yahuwah has commanded you by the hand of Moshe from the day Yahuwah gave command and onward throughout your generations, then it shall be, if it is done by mistake, without the knowledge of the congregation, that all the congregation shall prepare one young bull as an ascending offering, as a sweet fragrance to Yahuwah, with its grain offering and its drink offering, according to the right ruling. Then the priest shall make atonement for all the congregation of the children of Israel, and it shall be forgiven them, for it was by mistake. You can also look in Leviticus chapter 4, which deals with this issue of sinning by mistake or ignorance. Now, here's the caveat. If you plead ignorance, then it had better be true, because the one who knows your heart knows the truth of the matter. Hebrews 10 goes on to say to those who sin willfully, not in ignorance, being deceived by those in the sway of the one who deceived Eve, Eve, well, what is left for those? Well, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 27 says, But some fearsome anticipation of judgment and a fierce fire which is about to consume the opponents. Anyone who has disregarded the Torah of Moshe dies without compassion on the witness of two or three witnesses. How much worse punishment do you think he shall deserve who has trampled the son of Elohim underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was set apart as common, and insulted the spirit of favor? The first Adam sinned rebelliously and willfully in the garden. Shaul writes that Eve, whose real name is Hawa, was deceived. She is eligible to be saved through belief in Messiah, but... Adam was not, which is why Messiah, the second Adam, had to come to redeem us. He was not of the lineage of the first Adam who rebelled and sinned willfully. Belief in Messiah, the second Adam, the sure foundation is what counts. The second Adam, our bridegroom, can nullify our vows and decisions that oppose his truth if we yield to him. This Torah precept is found in Numbers chapter 30. So, our loved ones who passed before us and didn't know what we now know, but were true to what they knew based on their confession of belief in Messiah, well, I believe they're saved. But only they know where their heart was truly at. But for you and me, now that we know more truth, we are responsible for what we know. Our lack of belief or our willful disobedience to truth because we are so distraught over our loved ones who have gone before us only leaves us trampling the Son of Elohim underfoot and counting the blood of the covenant as common, insulting the spirit of favor or grace. We have hope concerning our loved ones who have passed not having all truth. Guess what? When you and I pass, we still won't have all truth. So trust the sure foundation and his favor and his mercy in his blood, and it'll be all right. Now back to the song, I Remember Daddy. My daddy was a preacher in the old regular Baptist church. He only had a third grade education. In the last few years of his life, he and I had spent time talking about scripture. He was then becoming disillusioned with the denomination he had been a part of for most of his adult life and had been raised in. The common ground of belief we had was belief in Messiah. At that time, I was just beginning to see some of the truth I see now, really very little compared to now. I still called Messiah Jesus just like Dad. 
we were both a work in progress. Dad died professing his belief in Messiah, whom he called Master. That's all I know, and that's good enough for me. It should be for you as well if your loved one died with that profession of belief. Leave it there. Walk in the truth that you have received, and don't shrink back from yielding to the workmanship of Messiah because he wants to impart more truth to you. That's the journey we're on that will take us to the day we go to be with him. Until next time, this is Banner Kid for the Root of Truth podcast. I'll leave you with the full song. Here's I Remember Daddy. I can see him now sitting on that old couch. Worn out Bible in his hands. Couldn't read too well, just a third grade education. Not sure how much he could understand. Worked in East Kentucky Under the hill Shoveling coal for the man When he moved north He shoveled in the foundry I can still feel his calloused hand Oh I remember Daddy I see a lot of him in me Oh, I remember Daddy In the life he passed down to me Life was never easy Living with Daddy days were good, others were bad, trying to wrap his mind around loss and rejection, longing for a life he never had. Mom and dad would fight, I could see it in their eyes, this wasn't what they had planned. Filed by bitterness But they hurt one another I was just a kid And I couldn't understand Oh, I remember Daddy I see a lot of him in me Oh remember daddy in the life he passed down to me her mind Daddy lost his hope His last roll was just too hard to hold Went back to Kentucky 
found it lies at home. Back to Indiana, nowhere else to go. The last years of his life were spent all alone. Hold up in a room filled with cigarette smoke. Treated like a dog No one really wanted I blame myself I can't say I didn't know Oh, I remember Daddy I see a lot of him in me Oh, I remember Daddy Passed down to me. Oh, I remember Daddy. I see a lot of him in me. Oh, I remember Daddy. In the life he passed down. To me.